So today we're talking about imperialism. Now imperialism, I'm going to give you the definition, but it probably won't make a lot of sense until you hear the rest and you see how it really actually played out in practice. So imperialism is when one country dominates or controls another country, and it can be social or economic or political. It's usually some combination of those three. Now again, it's not going to make perfect sense till you, you see how it actually played out. But we're still going to start by talking about how, how did they justify their actions? Why, d why did they feel that it was okay to do this? And there's three reasons. Um, the first is a thing called social Darwinism. They looked around and the most powerful countries in the world at that time were in Northern Europe. They were white. And so they believed that the reason they were dominating was because they were smarter because of the color of their skin. Now, this is scientifically ignorant, of course, but it's also historically ignorant because it ignores the thousands of years that light-skinned people were not dominant on the earth. But they ignored all that, and they just focused on the then and the now, and they called it social Darwinism. So the first justification, the first way they explained their behavior was they just said, well, we can do this to you because we're better than you. So there's the first one. The second way they justified it was something called the white man's burden. And th they would say that the white man's burden is to civilize the dark-skinned people. So they believed that the white people were at the pinnacle of civilization. They were as great as you could possibly be, and it was their duty to take that to the poor people who didn't come up with that kind of civilization on their own. Again, it, it's really based in this, this racism um, that was really prevalent in the late 1800s. The final justification was that they didn't so much justify as they just ignored it because they really wanted raw materials. Uh, they wanted sugar, but they primarily wanted things that they needed for the Industrial Revolution. A great example is rubber. Rubber comes from a tropical tree, and so they would get this rubber out of the tree and bring it other places. Now we need to talk about how this played out. We've talked about the justifications, and let's start with Africa. We're going to, for an example from Africa, we're going to go down to the Congo. Congo is that tropical area south of the Sahara Desert. It's the kind of place... If you're familiar with Tarzan, it's, it's where Tarzan would have lived, with the jungles and the gorillas and, and whatever. One of the things that grows there are rubber trees. And what they would do, this is Belgium in particular. King Leopold of Belgium had them do this. They would go into a village, an African village, and they would take the wives and children of the men hostage. Then they would force the men to go out and pipe the trees for rubber. If the men didn't get enough or didn't come back as quickly as the Belgians wanted, they would cut off the hands or the feet of their children as punishment. This, they thought, encouraged that behavior. Now, or, you know, getting more rubber. This was ultimately pointed out by a missionary named Alice Harris, who started to take pictures of the, of the maimed children. Or there's one really famous picture where 
a man is sitting on Alice's porch looking at the severed hand and foot of his daughter. It, it was really awful. And once other people found out about it, it caused the king of Belgium to lose his crown. But it's really a good example of the way they thought that whatever they did, whatever they wanted to do, was justified. Um, now, in addition to that, add that imperialism really hurt Africa because they only built their infrastructure, things like roads and railroads, in order to get let other people have their stuff. So they, they'd build a railroad, but they'd build it from the jungle to the ocean. It wouldn't connect places within the Congo. It, it wouldn't help the local people at all. It was only designed to exploit the locals' natural resources. And then the other thing is they didn't educate people at all. They didn't want them having ideas and thinking and ultimately competing with the, the Europeans. And so they just let them let them not know how to do things. And they really did it on purpose. So that's Africa. Let's talk briefly about Asia. This is going to set us up for the future. So Japan decided that they would cut themselves off from all foreigners. Once they learned that the foreigners had guns and that the guns could beat their samurai really easily with no training, they decided that they would stop this. So they outlawed any trade with an, any other nation. Ultimately, a dude named Matthew Perry from the United States showed up with a fleet of ships and forced them at gunpoint to open up trade. Uh, this actually worked out okay for them. Imperialism had a very different result for the Japanese. Uh, the Emperor of Japan decided, well, you know, if you can't beat them, then join them. And so he did. The samurai went in. They had got their hair cut short. They um, adopted Western style of dress. And it turns out that the same skills that made the samurai really excellent at managing their holdings made them really good businessmen. And so they started some really effective uh, countries. So Japan, in consequence of imperialism, managed to industrialize very quickly. And then they challenged Russia for some land and ultimately tried to take over the world, but we'll get there later.